Why do you work in the hospitality industry? If you're like many of the people I speak with, I'm guessing it's because you love to help other people and put smiles on the faces of people you work with, whether that's an associate, a guest, or a member of your community. One really cool trend that I'm seeing is hotel companies are putting more of a focused effort on community building and impact, and our guest today actually has a job that's 100% focused on this. Christopher Randall is the Director of Community Impact at the 21C Museum Hotel in St. Louis, and I came across his work on LinkedIn and kept seeing photos of all the cool things he was doing in the community, so invited him to join us here on the show today. This is Hospitality Daily. I'm your host, Josiah McKenzie, and today you're going to learn not only what his role covers, but why this matters and some of the areas he's focused on today. After listening to this episode, you're going to be inspired with ways that you can engage and impact the community around you. So without further ado, here's Christopher talking about this new role. There's only been a few directors of impact in the hospitality sector, to my understanding thus far. I have great relationships with two of my counterparts, Jason Bass out in Baltimore at Hotel Revival and uh, Kim Gardner. Out at El Capitan in, in Merced, California, they've been able to help provide some support in the in this new idea of having directed and focused impact approach uh, working within a hotel property. 21C Museum Hotels is focused and dedicated to community at all levels, always has been, always will be. And their approach at implanting themselves into the St. Louis community has been, uh, they, they've been very intentional about making a difference in the community at, at all properties. But I love their approach with how they wanted to make a difference in the St. Louis community. And that was, and that in turn uh, led to the creation of this role, this director of community impact. Um, so I have the honor to be able to lead impact initiatives through our vendor spin, through service opportunities, how we're allowing our teammates to use their volunteer time off in a service capacity, uh, being able to help lead our programming initiatives around the property. You know, hotels have programming where they want to be able to engage their guests, but we have the honor of not just being able to engage our guests, but also being able to engage the community in some very beneficial ways and being able to engage the nonprofit organizations and the community centered and focused organizations in and around St. Louis and being able to provide a space for them to be able to execute some future programming. So that's what we're really excited about being able to do here in St. Louis. And that's uh, some of the things that I'm going to be leading while on the property. Why is community engagement important? I believe that, um, this, this new generation of business leaders that exists has a higher focus on social impact and equity and inclusion than earlier generations before us has. You know, I think businesses have seen the benefit of engaging communities with intentionality and real purpose and not empty handed gestures, but more substantial Methods in which we say, hey, we're not just here to give you a check, but we're here to, you know, be a shoulder to lean on, to be, you know, a shoulder to stand on, you know, to, to help you up and to not just take from the communities, but give back to them 
at the same time as well. And it's not just the hospitality industry. These are, this is just business in general that is really starting to take a turn towards this idea of social impact and how that can be leveraged in all the sectors of their business. So the worldview that businesses are starting to take social impact very serious. If we don't support the communities that we're getting our business from, then we're not going to have a business to execute if we're not helping support them up. So I think that's why it's important and why businesses have taken this road and taken this route. I'm curious across you know your own career in the Marine Corps as a police officer, you know working for a media company, all these different roles that you've had. For your next role, you decided to work in the hotel business. Yeah. Why did you decide that? Well, uh, I would say that this role was a natural evolution of where I've been in my career. When I saw that there was an opportunity for this director of community impact, just like everybody else, it's like, well, what, what can a hotel do? You know, and like, you know, how does this work? And then being able to learn more about it about how hotels and the hospitality industry making impact in a business like 21C Museum Hotels and how community focused and driven that they are currently for, you know, from its core, from its inception. It just makes sense. I wish every hotel company was this way, but unfortunately they're not. And I think you chose a company that is forward thinking, that is thinking about community engagement what gave you the sense early on that these are some people I can work with and there's some potential here? I want to say, first off, just the the access. I won't name any <laughs> names, but you know, we all know of the higher brand hotels that even if you're staying inside of them, there there's doors that you can go to that are like, oh, you can't go in there. That's the Jefferson room. That's the Washington room. You those it's locked. It's only available to persons who rent this room or whatever that looks like, um, you know, coming up to the restaurant, like, Oh, wait, wait, no, can't sit in here unless you have a reservation. You know, it's like, it's just that access, that exclusivity that I think has been bred into the hospitality industry. There's a lot of old that has matriculated through generations into our, into just the natural state of what the hospitality industry is, you know, it's taught in schools and it's taught, you know, through onboarding at all of these institutions of hospitality that, that exist. But 21C at Museum Hotels is just naturally open. That The culture of saying yes, the culture of our museums being free to the public and open 24-7 and being able to walk the museum space freely without somebody stopping you and telling you, you know, you got to pay a ticket or you got to, I know it's just, you know, it's inviting. It is open. Just, it's almost unexplainable, but being inside of one of our properties, you feel like you are welcome. It's like, you feel like, Hey, you're, you're okay to be your most authentic self here. And you don't have to put on the mask. You don't have to, you know, you're, you're welcome here. And I think a lot of hospitality spaces say that and they, but is it really meant? Is it, do you really mean, like, do you really, are, are people really welcome here? 
is everybody accepted in this space? And I think we show that through our dress policy. You know, we, we like you know we dress to rock it. I think what our our uniform policy is dress like you're going on your first date, How, whatever that looks like for you. We all wear our pins that has our penguin art displayed on us. That is our property's colors, but you get to to be your truest, most authentic self. And I think as that's reflected through the team, it's reflected through the guests that stay there. And that was something that I want to say that was internal that let me know this is the right space to be in. And then also just through the programming, through the art programming that that has existed, how 21C is always empowered its its team leaders within the art space to be able to create dynamic programming that is not within the box, but sometimes it, it's outside of the box. And this role, I believe, is a natural evolution of 21C's thinking with being community-driven and community-focused. I'm kind of curious how you think about programming and how it affects your visitor or your guest experience. Well, I, I would say... And this also kind of I want to say ties maybe back into the the other question that you asked is that uh, creating access that we're planning to work with the sorority Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated, which is a member of the Divine Nine Panhellenic Conference. They have a national initiative called Swim 1922, where they are where they produce a drowning prevention education. So they're teaching black and brown kids how to swim. And kids who don't have access have historically not have access to the to water sources to learn how to swim and to combat the the stereotype of black people not being able to swim. They have this national initiative with the USA Swimming Foundation. And so all of the chapters are empowered to go out and execute this drowning prevention education courses. And so at this at our property we're we're one of the very few I think there's one other property as a water source, but we have a pool on our property because we used to be a YMCA. And um I was just, you know, thinking it's like, okay, how can we engage our pool? I travel a lot with other organizations that I serve with and stay in a lot of hotels, you know, not so we want sea level no no hotels, but you know, your, your regular mid-level hotels. And, uh, I see pools being executed for the set for a similar purpose, but for for-profit entities that make use of these hotel swim pools as sites to run their swimming classes, but to provide a free place for kids to be able to learn how to swim, you know, that's, that's powerful and being able to use something that we already have and not to exclude and one of the so as I reached out to our local chapter of Sigma Gamma Rho here in St. Louis, they were one excited through the, through the moon that someone would be able to host them, and then secondly, they as I brought them over to the property and allowed them to tour and showed them the facility, how now, now, I, I wasn't surprised, but the conversation that we had basically said that. They were having challenges to finding places to, to give this this training and that they had to rent a facility or they had to like the exact problem why the program exists. Lack of access to water sources. And if understandably, there's you no know, businesses need to make money, but it's also 
we are responsible for helping to lift up our fellow man, our fellow woman, our fellow person, and to do it for the right reasons. And so uh, we're able to say, hey, you're using our space as your headquarters for running this entire operation. Let's let's get the courses going. As we get up and running, let's get your courses up and running and use our space. So now we've eliminated that that challenge. And so even in 2023, there's still challenges for black and brown kids to get to water sources easily. So um, that's just one example of you know a myriad of ways that we want to be able to help. But it's just uh, yeah. Challenges still exist as much as people say, oh, yeah, people should be able to find a pool easily. It's not as easy as people think. That's a great story. And I had a, um, a hospitality, hospitality leader once tell me one of the most hospitable things you can do as a leader is to provide access. Use whatever environment you're in. If you're privileged to be in an environment of influence to to try to think about how do you bring people in. And I thought it was beautiful because it really it spoke to leadership, but it also feels fundamentally hospitable. Yeah, everybody's excited you know, that something of, of this magnitude is coming to St. Louis. And being able to engage black and brown businesses with the purpose of not just lifting it up, but being able to raise the platform of some of our uh, local black and brown businesses, we're excited about being able to being able to do that. Um, you know, Everybody's got a story of resilience and being able to get things kicked off and how challenging it is to get started and to keep going. There is a specific racial component that exists within St. Louis, but we'll, you know, we say within America, uh, but I'll say especially for St. Louis, challenges to success, you know, obstacles to overcome and being able to bring businesses into this space without the obstacles that, you know, that everybody is excited for that opportunity to uh, be able to see businesses outside of the norm, being able to be involved in these spaces, but also being able to uplift and make changes in our community. Everybody's just really excited. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. 
please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 